Hello, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. This is the Hello, Beautiful People podcast. My name is V. George Smith. So glad to be with you for episode 77 of the podcast. We're on the road to 199. Listen. Yeah, Patrick said I can't say I'm on the road to 100 because Betty White. Betty White just because uh, Betty White. 99 and a half won't do. Right, it Betty White. Do. Yeah, it 99 does 99 is enough. Because ah, Betty White was saying she's gonna turn 100 and then, oh, well, she bounced. And you know those Time magazines that says Betty White turns 100 is just so mm. weird. What now that I, I had see to grab one of them. Don't put it really? on time. That was yeah, People magazine. It was, that was People. People magazine. Don't put that on time. Sorry. But let me introduce the let me, let me introduce everybody that, that's here because we got some first time people on the show that I'm very excited about. So let's let me introduce the first time person because I'm excited about having her, ladies and gentlemen. Renata Del Carmen is here on the Hello Beautiful People podcast. Hello, Renata. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hello. How are you? I'm amazing. I, I know. I guess you wasn't talking to me. We yeah. I'm sorry. She's talking to, yeah, she's right. talking to the audience. Yeah, talking I don't to been people. Here okay. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Patrick's excited, and I'm excited, too. Let's do it. Awesome. 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 And then we got some return visitors. My friend, Tashauna Garrett, is here. What's going on, lady? Hey, hey, how are y'all? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Awesome. 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 But I'm here. (laughs) Awesome. And of course, we got Patrick here. What's going on, Mr. Schaefer? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. And last and definitely not least... Jody Dentley is in the building. We got her, y'all. She's here. Thank you for being a friend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How y'all doing? Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whenever it is that you are hearing this. Hello. (laughs) Beautiful people. Now, um, I can guarantee, this is not something I'm happy about, but I can guarantee that James won't be on this show tonight because Alabama is playing at the time of this recording. So James is fully in um, Alabama mode, praying for his football team. Well, you sound a little, man, slow and flourish, man. You sound real relaxed. Wow, (laughs) you the feds. (laughs) You sound real relaxed right So, jo- so Jody, 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 <laughs> oh man, let me find out. Jody is the feds, yo. Put me right out. All I'm right. Not the ops. I'm not the ops. Oh man. 
So basically, y'all, I got this um wonderful set of people to be on the show tonight. And I'm very excited about the show tonight. Um, I always love to get um I always love to talk relationships. I enjoy having those conversations. And I like to have um all types of perspectives on the show. And then what happens to me is I try to think of topics during the week. And a lot of times, all you have to do is get on Twitter or somebody will share something with you. And actually this tweet came from James. And um, I was going to do some more small talk, but I think we could just get into it. We could just well, start because- Victor? Yeah, go ahead, yes, Patrick, I, yes. I have my hand up. Yes. Um, since last week, we, we lost a legend, the uh, great Sidney Poitier. And so yes. can we send our thoughts and prayers to um, every white wife Sidney Poitier had yes, during his years on, on the earth? Yeah. With us? <laughs> yeah. I cannot. If you're listening, if you're if you're listening to all the Caucasian concubines and wives of Sydney and wives, yeah, absolutely, yeah, because you know can't just stop at the wives, no, no, you got to remember, got to remember the side pieces too, right? Yeah, yeah. If if we remember Kobe's, we got to remember Sydney Poitier's. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we got to remember because. Um, so God bless them. God bless them all. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Come on. Well, are, are the side pieces were they also white or were they a little? Oh, they was all oh. white. They was no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you ain't see forty-eight with a black the, woman because he, <laughs> he was as the driven snow. <laughs> you hear me? That man. That the whole Alps. Nah, he had made up his mind. In what direction he wanted to take his life. My mind. So, <laughs> rest in peace, Sidney Portier. You did your best. Yeah, he was to try tired. To get us all yeah, he, yes. he, he needs some rest. Go on the rest. Go on ahead, brother. <laughs> so, ahead. I, quick question. Um, are we showing that same love to Bob Saget as well? Yes. Yes. Cause I can I be honest and not sound me. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I didn't feel the connection y'all did to Bob Saget. I don't know what was going on. Everybody was like, "Oh no, not not Daddy Tanner." I'm like, "Where is that wine?" Is that wine? My daughter had a whole fit, and I was completely disconnected from the fact that she knows Bob Saget as. The grandfather now on Fuller House. I'm wow. the oh, father wow. on Fuller House. She like crumbled to the ground, and I was like, "You don't? How do you know?" Oh, <laughs> Fuller that, House wow, that ages us really right. well. Right. <laughs> no, I was oh. really sad, and my man's died here in our city. Like, well, y'all kill show, people down there. Yeah, had a show in Orlando. Great mm-hmm. show tweeted about it and then you know he passed away like that killed him oh my god orlando killed him no orlando (laughs) took him out it's okay 
No, don't say that, guys. All right, listen. That's after we passed, I went on HBO Max and watched the the pilot for Full House. Uh, that was a pretty horrible show. Um, <laughs> the pilot was. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was really, really bad. Uh, but you know. Um, God bless you. Now, other than the pilot, I grew up on the whole show now. That was my yeah. afternoon. Mm-hmm. That was my afternoon. Uh, one of, I mean, one of many. Friday. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I can't. Oh rest, in peace. rest in peace, Bob Saget. Absolutely, Bob Saget. Absolutely. So the people of Twitter, I can't remember exactly, but the people of Twitter five minutes after the death was announced had pulled up a whole bunch of stuff on the man as to why we shouldn't care that he passed. So I don't know. Oh, oh really? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that was, I guess there was some kind of roast that he was a part of or something and he was being roasted and the things that were being said, which were kind of horrible to, as far as his character were jokes, but supposedly true. I don't know. You mm. know, the people of Twitter, I just, I don't know. Let's, they'll, they'll find it. If it's out there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Twitter go find they it. Got- well, they'll either find it or make it up. Either way, they gonna say it. Exactly. That's so true. That's so true. Well, Bob Saget, we hope you sent you off in the right way. And the Sydney side pieces, hey, we just you know hope your green bean casserole is... God bless you. You know, yeah. we just hope it's okay. Hope they kept the insurance payments up. <laughs> anyway, relationships. <laughs> Let's no, talk about that's, that's important. Yeah, that's that would important. be a shame. When you've been the side piece for 56 years and you let that insurance lapse. Don't let that jig Latin last four get months. Yeah. You think she, you think the side person, if there was a side person, would have had insurance? If they were smart. How are you going to get insurance on somebody? And I don't know. <laughs> why, why, why are we even? Why are we even debating this side <laughs> part of this inheritance anyway? I just, I just love the fact that this is a, a real conversation right yeah, now. It's a real like, conversation. You know, we're sitting here thinking like, how did she get him to sign the paperwork to say mm-hmm. he can mm-hmm. have some of the money when he dies yeah. over his yeah. wife? Yeah. <laughs> how did he get his wife to agree? Oh, <laughs> I, can't. I can't. He was Sydney Portier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been easier than sending them Zell a cash app that Kobe was sending. Okay. All right, James gonna kill you. All right, we gonna move. I know, right? I just keep on. He told me so much. All right. So listen, there was a tweet that was sent out um a couple days ago. Um it's at Alice SX. A-L-L-I-C-E-S-X. So um, the tweet says, women can love you to death and never speak to you again. Understand that ish. And I repeat, women can love you to death and never speak to you again. So 
Number one, I want to know how true is this? How true is this statement? Well, before we get into how true it is. <laughs> okay, 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 all right. And I'm going to let you go on. First of all, I want the people on Twitter to stop stealing these memes word for word and posting them because that's what this is. But anyway, oh, she go ahead. jacked this? She jacked it? Oh, honey, saw this on Pinterest, saw this on Instagram, saw oh. it all. I've seen it earlier this week. They're stealing. But it's Alice. okay. All it's right. So, so we, we, retract her, we retract her credit for the tweet. But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's true for Alice because based on her profile picture on Twitter, she got her backside in the air. She don't okay. care about nobody. I didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't see that. Okay. Where, 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 where are you from? I heard some right. island in there. She got um. her backside. My mother's Guyanese. Yeah, only, mm-hmm. only, okay. only islanders say backside, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The whole backside. Yes. Yeah. Whole I'm backside. Kidding. I say, who you love? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> oh, I am looking at the picture. I didn't notice that. Go ahead, Alex. Alex is giving you that one butt cheek, and she is not playing with y'all. <laughs> Maybe she cocked that left side of that butt cheek up uh, and she said, Dude, uh, uh, I'm not worried about a man. Uh, 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 Love him, but I'm not worried about him. Here's his butt cheek. Oh, <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Yeah, no, this, no, is no, pretty, this, is, this is great. This is really great. Maybe this I didn't really put on my glasses because I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to get your readers to <laughs> tell you. Oh man. All right. Now that we got Sister Alice all set up. So Sister Alice, we, you know, well, you stole the tweet, so you get what you're getting, Sister Alice. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> ain't never loved no man. Not with the when not with a booty out like that. Come on, uh, Alice. Uh, uh, <laughs> what you know about love, Alice? Uh, uh, uh. Oh shoot. So the yeah. statement in itself. Regardless of the booty, that's how. <laughs> wow. How how accurate is that, though? Oh, it's fine. I think that I, I, I can, I'll start. Because I've, okay, I've been there where I think that when you get to a point where you, and I'm different than others. I think when you get to a point where you're fed up, with something and you don't want to give your energy to it, you can love that person and just block them out of your life completely. When, when literally when you're, when a per, a woman is done, she's done. She's not calling you. She's not texting you. She's not thinking about what you're doing. Like she's already, you ever seen those memes? It's just like, you know, when a woman uh, got her heart broken, she'd have graduated college or master's. She done figured out how to open two businesses. Like, there is something that like once we're over you like once you've tried our very last piece of energy and patience that we have that's it that's it like it's it's that is it's just final you know what i mean for me uh when i was done initially i can't say that i i maintained that when i was done at the time i blocked i deleted everything you was gone it was just gone from 
I, you know, I didn't text anymore. It's just, it's just women. And, you know, All right, women- Jody, hold up, because you kind of, you kind of tipping in the next topic, Jody, you, without even knowing, you kind of tipping into the next topic. So I'm, 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 I'm a, just hold off on that. But you just said that last part. And I'm going to ask to Shauna, how does she feel about the tweet? Is, there, is that accurate? Is it fact? It's accurate for me because I generally have to make like peace in in my mind about a situation. Um, so, but it doesn't necessarily, I mean, I think when you really truly care about somebody, it's not something that turns on and off like a faucet. So the feeling is there if it's real. However, if this is not a situation that really serves me, then I have to be real with myself first and be like, you know what? That's not somebody you need to be in contact with. That's not somebody you need to deal with. They don't need to have access to you. So cut this off and go over here. If I think about it, I give my space, myself space to feel what I feel. If I have a cry day about it and I'm still at that place, I'll do mm. that. But I'm not calling you. Mm. She said something very, very important. That was very good. She said, once I get my peace about it. And I think that that is the key to a woman moving on. But once mm-hmm. I once I sat and say, you know what? Yeah, this hurts. I'm feeling it. I'll, this doesn't um, support my life anymore or benefit me. Um, mm-hmm. The best thing I need to do is I have to do this. And once I make the decision in my mind that it's done and I have that peace, it's done and I think that hurt when she said once I get the peace about it I think that's the key to a woman moving on okay right, you have to <laughs> Renata yes sir how are we feeling about this tweet so I've thought thought about this in a few different ways I'm long story short I'm fully aligned I think that for me personally, I, one, I'm affectionately known on the internet as a Sagittarius, and I'm okay. With <laughs> Wait that. a minute, time out, time out, hold on, hold on. We gotta <laughs> like what we're not gonna do is just let you skip over that. So well, I need, I'm gonna need just a little bit more description on a Sagittarius. You <laughs> everyone that talks about Sagittarians on the internet identify us as Sagittarius, and I don't know why. I don't know. When were you born, Renata? December 5th. Ah, I see. So here's the thing, right? And I've been in, in relationships where because of a scenario like this, where you can completely cut someone off and they, they even have to question their own existence because you act like they never even happened, right? It's not so much about, for me personally, I'm not going to speak for all Sagittarians. It's not so much about um, me not wanting to communicate with them because I'm hurt and I just feel like it's better if we don't speak. It's more so of like, it takes so much for me to actually like someone and, and be into someone in that way. And when it does not work, it's like, I'm more pissed about the waste of time, right? And I'm not mm. about to allow you to continue to waste more time if you are not ready to be on the path that I'm ready to be on. Love you, 
it was great. I wish it could be greater, but you're not aligned and I'm not wasting any more time. And so for some people that comes off as us not caring or not really loving them or being into them. And it's not the case. It's like, I don't know how much time God gave me and I'm not about to waste it playing with you. So there's that aspect, but also I think maybe it was Jody that mentioned it. It's like, I thought, and I really hate to bring his name up. Like, I really don't want to say his name, but it starts with an R and he has a song that says, Robert. That, uh, yeah, that one. Him. Robert. Yeah. Robert. When a woman's fed <laughs> up, yeah. there's nothing you could do about it. And it's kind of That like, song didn't do nothing to nobody. You could talk about the song. Wow. Uh, well, I'll let you <laughs> it's lock real. Room and, and give them cake and tell them to come out and go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you like Robert, oh. you don't care if they better. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. Uh, okay, I'm done. I can definitely, I, I, I definitely relate to you on the time piece. Like I, when my time is wasted, I get very upset because that's like legit. You can't get time back. Right. Once it's been spent. Once time is spent, it's gone. You can't get it back. So when you waste my time, like, nah, like, mm -mm. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a big no, no for me. So I'll, I definitely feel you on that. So, wow. Patrick. Hmm. What you got, bro? Um, Mm. Yeah, what do you I, have, Patrick? I, yeah, so I could. <laughs> what you got, bro? I could. I don't know. I, I, I could understand what you all are saying about quote unquote wasted time and not having somebody waste your time. As I've gotten older, though, I, I, I think I've reframed that for myself. And, and I submit this to you all to agree and disagree. That if you had somebody in your life that you were connected to and it was and it lasted 10 months and it was a good 10 months and you got to the end of it, found out there are reasons for us not to be together or somebody wasn't ready to commit as deeply as you wanted them to commit. I don't see that as well. Oh, we're right. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I see that as wasted time because. For 10 months, you were happy and you had somebody in your life and, and, and perhaps they brought some fulfillment to your life and you enjoyed their company, enjoyed their presence. Why simultaneously, there was somebody who didn't have any of that in their life, right? And, I, and I, so I think that when relationships are over and they don't end the way we want them to, our anger is rooted in I want this forever and I want to keep it. And we're, we're mad that we, we don't get to keep it. But the reality is we don't get to keep people anyway. Um, for however, everybody wants forever. Nobody gets it, right? So if you had it for 10 months and somebody else had it for 40 years, that means that somebody perhaps didn't have what either of the 40 years or the 10 months had. And so I don't see it as wasted time. Um, and you could have wanted a different outcome for the relationship. You could have had different aspirations, but when you have love in your life, that is never wasted time to me, even if you don't get to keep that love. 
Mm. Oh, you are a romantic, Patrick. I will tell you that. You are a romantic. Well, um, I had to I had and, to grow into that. I, I I have deleted a lot of people's numbers in my life. I have been done with people. But then you get a little older and be like, ah, oh, yeah. Know. But you know, coupled with what you just said, because my experience comes from someone that I loved for a, a long time and that time wasn't wasted because I experienced this love with this person that was enjoyable. When we got to the end, you know, I was broken. It, it hurt what that person did to me. And I think that sometimes when a woman cuts you off, it doesn't mean that she wasn't in the situation for a long time. A woman could have been in a situation for a long time where maybe she stayed or maybe she accepted something or maybe whatever the reasonings are but when that moment comes when I say to myself that I can no longer be here when I make that decision and I think it's the same for men and women but I I, am sure that men and women think differently or process differently when I come to that decision where I I make in my mind that I'm done I, you know, I had to move on and I, I will, for me, I think sometimes I move, I may move on a bit faster than the other person. So when I move on, the other person's like, day, well, what, you know, like, what, what did you think I was kidding? Like, this is it. Like it's done. You know what I mean? So I think that, um, so for me, um, I had stayed in a situation where it was continual hurt, continual hurt. And I think I was so used to the feeling of hurt that I had stayed in it for so long, thinking, I don't know, fantasizing that it would change or it would be different, knowing that it would never be. And so I think that I had gotten used to the pain and, I, and I, it's almost like I was listening to someone say something this morning. Uh, I was listening to this motivational piece. Now, he had a little choice words in there, but he said, sometimes you just need somebody to wake you the F up. And I was like, man, that's that that's like one of the real statements for me that was very applicable because, you know, sometimes you just need someone or something to just wake you up out of a very a stupor or just a stupid situation. Mm-hmm. And once you see what's happening or where you are or the fruitlessness of something or the fact that you're not going anywhere, I think that once you understand the reality of where you are it is easy for you to get peace about where you, what you need to do next and move All on. Right. All right. Here's where, here's where men and women differ or where George and Jody differ. Uh, those inspirational talks where the person said, you got to wake the F up. Yeah. That's foolishness. Um, you know, you know, you know, when it's bad. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah uh-uh, that's true. No, that's you, true. And you're not sleeping and you're not sleeping. You out of way. You see how bad it is. You know how bad it is. It stinks. <laughs> you try to act like it don't stink, but it stinks. So that well, that right there, that whole like I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, but actually, George, but you George, can get. Well, hold on, let me finish. The, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. That whole wake up like that whole inspirational like you gotta pick. Nah, man. 
Cut the crap. You know what it is. You know what it is. You know it's not good for you. You don't got to wake up to see that. You wide awake and you see it and you know. It's a now, choice. I didn't say, I didn't it's know. It's a decision. I didn't, I, was, I didn't say that I was, that I didn't know what was going on. I think that there no, are just some moments where things punch you in the face and you'd be like, what the heck am I doing here for? Why am I listen, right here right now? I'm saying you there got, are certain But that's the point I'm trying to make, Jody. Next. If you get punched in the face or something, that means you was already fighting them. No, get it's it? true. It means like, you like there was already there was already a struggle there. So and like when people was just like you, you, you need to be shook up and blah 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 all this foolishness like oh my god like no you knew and can I say something? But you know yeah, what? I will tell you that that is that is that is I think an ultimate relational flaw that I have is that I think I stick around too long to. I don't know, maybe something will change. And I think as I look at different parts of my relationship and where I am now or dealing with people, um, I think my best friend had said, we were talking to someone and she said to someone, she was like, yeah, she'll, she'll forgive a lot faster and she'll stay around to see, to see if someone will change. And I was like, really? And I, you know, I was just like, "Eh, I guess so. So that might be mm. a flaw of mine, I think. It's really bad. That's a vulnerable Tishana. moment. <laughs> Tashana, go ahead. I was going to basically speak to what Patrick said. If there's an instance where a long period of time goes by and there's the disappointment of it not going to a place of where one, usually it's one person involved that feels like, okay, what are we doing? Or or the outcome does not end up, you know, where they feel like it should be. That's not for me a situation of like, well, at least, you know, for 10 months, I had a good time. Usually if there's inconsistency and non-clarity on the in, on the inside, the person that's disappointed is not necessarily having a good time. They're, they're a good moment. Mm-hmm. But there's not a consistent good time because there's always this, okay, well, that was fun. We just, you know, just spent the last five days together, but there's still no progress or no moving forward. Eventually, there's going to be a wake up call of sorts of like, okay, where, what is this and where are we going? And then you finally mm-hmm. sit down and have the communication and the boundaries laid out that probably were not laid out on the front end. And that's where it turns sour. And that's where it turns into a thing of, okay, well, shit, I'm going to have to let this go. So now I, I, for me personally, it when, when I'm blocking, when I'm muting, when I'm deleting or whatever it is that I have to do to get this situation out of my line of sight so I can go ahead and make peace with it and really hard down accept that this is not going anywhere, then... I'm not sitting here, you know, it does feel like a little bit of a waste of time and what I have to kind of move past because, and it's not a blame of you wasted my time. A lot of times I have to look at it and be like, well, girl, you wasted your time with that because there were signs there that Mm -hmm. this person is going to take advantage of this good time. They're going to suck up that energy because, you know, we crave human connection, but everybody does not crave it in the same way. And that's why you have to have certain uh, communications on the front end, because if not, then there's this disappointment and there's this thing of, 
having to hold on to this love for a person, but still having to move past and move through that because it, essentially this is not what it's going to be. Now, this is kind of cool because this kind of brings us to the next part of the conversation. And Renata, you can start us off. This is something like um, the social media been given. So thanks for the content, <laughs> social media. I appreciate you. This was on my, um, this was on Facebook. And um, this kind of lines up with what we're talking about now with the whole wasting time and like moving on. So the post said, shutting down and not communicating is just as toxic as arguing. Shutting down and not communicating is just as toxic as arguing. Renata, <clears throat> how do you feel about that? I, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because communication is key to understanding, right? And people being in a place in relationship with one another, um, regardless of what type of relationship it is, right? So if a person wants to communicate and you are refusing to communicate and you have your reasons, because I've been that person that has not wanted to communicate, but I, I was making that choice because in that moment, I knew either I was going to say something that would take the miscommunication or the scenario too far left. And I wanted to either prevent that or I just knew that whatever I was going to say was not going to repair what was happening in that moment. And so I'm going to hold my breath. But I think either is a communication issue, right? Like there is something happening in that moment that is preventing both individuals from growing together or finding a common ground or understanding. And so it is toxic because it doesn't allow for you to move forward. And I think whether it is in the direction that both individuals prefer or it's a part, like the only way to get there is through communication. So if one person is not communicating, you're basically stagnant and where's the success in that? Mm. Patrick. Um, well, I before think, you go, I just want to say, okay. I just want to say, mm -hmm. that's how I used to break up with people back in the day. Like I used to just, I, I don't think I, I think I only broke up with one person in my entire life officially, like actually told her, like, we can't do this no more. Everybody else was just like, I'm just not answering the phone. No more. <laughs> You're a ghoster. You yeah, I was, I was a ghoster, yo. I was just like, nah, I'm. I'm out, like, like I'm I'm not answering. Don't pick up the phone, and like, and that kind of led to some ugly situations. Calling from different phone numbers. I was and, gonna say, yeah, you had to have some crazies showing up at your door. Yeah, at your like, job. At got your... definitely got called <laughs> at work and was screaming on them at work. I mean, mind you, like that's when I was working in a bank, uh -uh. and I'm. At, I'm at my job at work and I pick up the Bank of America. This is Victor speaking. I gotta help you. Why are you not answering your phone? I was like, oh, oh my God. Now she wanted to really fuss if she sat on a Bank of America hole because baby, 
That's big facts, yo. I mean, she wanted yes, to. Yes, I to say. She That's so true. Thirty minutes of elevator music to cut you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. What you what you do, Victor? That, that made her wait a half hour with elevator. Elevator. All right, we could move on. But I'm now, now, he said, "Bank of America, this is Victor. How can I help you?" And another thing. Listen. <laughs> 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 I'm calling you. Um, I'm calling you Victor George for the rest of the show. That's fine. That's fine. I, that's I have name. been wondering just, what is that V? You never knew what the V stood for. Never knew. Oh I'm my you Victor George from here on Let out. Let me just explain it to you. I'm I'm Victor George Smith Jr. My all father, right. Pastor Smith, is Victor Senior. So my all my friends and family I call stop. me George. All I my know. friends and family call me George. Everybody at work and at school call me Victor. So I always was enamored with George more because like the people I love call me George. And the people I went oh. to school with and worked with called me Victor. So I never oh. want to be called Victor. <laughs> oh. That's why I always prefer George. So um yeah that's and i why. call so, him victor on purpose because it yes. sounds like a proper english name so fine. that's just what i do but if you want to call me victor victor george that's fine that's fine i just had to you know make that um yeah okay but that's the reason so it's victor george yes come on victor george mm-hmm. <laughs> okay but yeah i was a ghost to man big time big mm. time Big time. How did you Big grow time. out of that? I didn't. I only broke up with one person. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I legit only told one person like the entire time. Like, listen, I don't want to do this no more. Like, I legit had to like let her know. Like, and I and it was bad too. I was about to take a flight to Jamaica. Like, oh, I wow. called her from the airport. So, like, yeah, even that is bad. Like, we can't even be. We can't even meet to talk about did. it. I said, I see. What you did. No, no, no. Like we can't even have no discussion about it All for right. at least a week, All 10, right. 10 days, something like that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. out. You can't reach yeah. me. This ain't this ain't That's 2021 crazy. where we could get on the Wi-Fi. Nah, this was like this was this is like 2001. <laughs> well, I think it's I think there's there's a healthy halt of communication, and then I think there is you know there's a manipulative halt of communication, you know, the silent treatment when I want to. Well, manipulation is kind of strong. I don't feel like I was manipulating. I was just. Well, no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm referring <laughs> to what you said on Facebook when you said that it was referred to as toxic. Like I'm the type yeah. of person, if I care about you, I will pull back so I can kind of process before I say my words. Cause I don't like the backpedal number one. So if I mm. say, I like to actually mean it. So I need time. Sometimes I'll write it out. My notes are full of communications in my phone because I need to I need to hear it from myself first before I go landing that on somebody. So there are times when I will pull back temporarily just to process. I think I just like to give myself enough time to process it properly. Prep that sermon, girl. I hear you. Yeah. Like, get the notes together. Once one, <laughs> I let it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> baby, I have co-produced, executive produced. Oh, mixed, engineered, and mastered these words. Because <laughs> let me tell you what, honey. I love let it. Let's all get this together. Because I ain't saying it again. <laughs> no confusion at all. I love it. But you know, one thing about that is if I am speaking to someone and it is clear that they are trying to insult my intelligence in this scenario because they don't want to own up to whatever we're discussing or they want me to believe something else, I'm exiting the conversation quick. Like when when you're ready to address what we're really talking about, let's circle back. Otherwise, oh man, I'm the same. Y'all was hip to that? That was one of my, Patrick, that was one of my best, play dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, what Mm -hmm. you talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. You would play dumb by yourself with me. Oh my gosh. I can't stand Mm -hmm. it. I'm a Virgo, so do with that what you will. That's not us. That ain't ain't us. You talking about us right now? I don't know who, but I know when you get playing in my face. Oh. Come on, man. That ain't us. Come on. Let's... All right. All right. All right. Let's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, either, it's, either, it's either exit or cuss. So. Nah. I, 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 I'm going to tell you this. Like, when I when I knew, when I, I would be on the verge of getting dumped. Oh, yeah. I'm playing dumb as hell. I'm playing stupid. Uh-huh. No, nah, you ain't talk about us. This us? No. This love them. This love them stood the test of time. What you talking about, baby? No. No, I'm listen. Oh my gosh, ah right, man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So just just to hear y'all say that, it kind of tickled me because man, I was ducking Patrick. I, yeah. <laughs> I see the haymaker coming. I was like, no, I can't block this. I got a duck. Like, uh-uh, nah, not us. No, nah, I'm gonna. I would go find a lyric real quick. Like, you, no, you mm-mm. have to be. This a screen, can't be us. You have to be a screenshot survivor too, because I will pull out receipts fast. <laughs> I will search text messages by word quick. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good for that. Oh my gosh. Patrick, your take on it. Yeah, please. So I'll frame it like this, that um, words and silence can be weaponized, right? That Mm -hmm. I think is two degrees. If sometimes I need to be quiet when I'm angry and I can't be loving towards you right now and I'm getting ready to hurt your feelings. Yes. You want me to be quiet. Let Let me pull back. Um, but I can't pull back to the degree that I use it to punish someone, right? That's not what adults do. We're going to use our words and we're going to work through what we need to work through. So I think like silence can be healthy, but to a deeper degree, and then it, it can be, your silence can be toxic. In the same way, words to a degree can be healthy and to another degree, they could be a weapon too, right? And so can can silence be toxic? Absolutely, in the same way words can be toxic. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Mm. Jody? And let me say something else. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I'm an Aries. Whatever, whatever that means to whoever it is. And here's and my, when, when's my, your birthday? My, March 24th. Right. Oh so here's here's me, Victor George. <laughs> All right. I am going to try to be careful about my words because if I care about you, I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I'm going to tell you, eh, we should stop talking right now because I feel myself getting angry and it's not going to be real healthy, <laughs> right? But you keep poking that bear. Hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, Incredible Hulk. Please don't make me angry. Mm-mm. You would, you, you wouldn't you like, like me. When I'm angry. You wouldn't like yeah. me when I'm angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No. And to a to the the second degree is, if I say something to hurt your feelings, I'm not apologizing for it. Because you you brought this out of me, and I've tried to avoid this. You brought this on yourself. You brought this on yourself. I did not bring mm. us here. You brought us here, and if the building has exploded, it's just exploded, and we're just gonna look at it together. Because mm. I'm not I'm not taking it back. Mm. Debris all over the ground. It is what it is. Look at it like, hmm, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that something? Uh, Oh, you mad? Hmm. Yeah, I get it. Jody. I think that I, I grew up in a house where they argued every day. So I think that obviously I'm an emotional person. You can tell by the way I'm. <laughs> I just think that people get angry in situations. I think that arguments can become toxic if, if that's the only way you know how to communicate your anger or your frustration or your disagreement. If the only way you know how to talk to someone you're in a relationship with is by arguments, then you never get anything resolved. So to me, a constant arguing is toxic. Yes. Um, what you say during the arguments is equally as t- toxic. I am. Right. Um, you know, like if I were to someone like Patrick, I feel like would cut you off by your knees. If he was a- angry enough, if you made him angry, he may say something, not saying that that's good or what? Uh, I'm not saying like he would, oh. he would know, <laughs> like he would know that Golden Girls is your favorite show. He would know yeah, Golden so- Girls is your favorite show. But like that's why Betty White did. Like he would say something like that, right? <laughs> I'm just saying that some people are so quick in the return, like they can take your life, they could take your life breath in a moment without even yeah. thinking, and you're like, well, you know, it, uh, for me. Let me go away for an hour and then come back and be like, what I wanted to say was, like, <laughs> I'm not that quick in, in, in an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes me a while to process and come back with something. When I'm upset, I'm not hearing you. And when I'm upset, I admittedly, my voice does raise. And I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, and I, I can tell the last time I was in an upset like that. But I know that when, you know, that that's, you know, when, when I'm angry, I know I can't think, I can't hear, I'm, you know, my voice gets louder. So 
we talking about communication, effective communication is when you can hear me and I can hear you, you know, mm-hmm. an argument is usually coming out of anger. You know what I'm saying? We mad at each other. Um, you know, it, is anger toxic? If that's all that, if that's all that you do, if that's the only way you are, if you always yelling, Hey, that's how you talk to me. Yes. That's toxic as crap. You know what I mean? I, 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 I saw that, you know, in my life. Um, I will talk about an aspect because because Patrick was talking about weaponizing silence. You know, um, there is also a, a toxic part of being silent, not not knowing how to express yourself. Right. So, like, some people get very quiet and go. Like, if you're in a car and y'all having a disagreement, and you turn and look out the window, you're like far away, and the person can't reach you you don't know how to get beyond your walls. You don't know how to express where you are. You know what I mean? So everyone's different. I think that I used to be that way when I was younger and I had to get to a place where I had to talk about or try to understand what I was feeling, where I was, why I felt that way. You know what I mean? I'm, you know, just because we're feeling I don't feel I'm not less than because I feel that way I had to learn how to speak up for how I felt you know what I mean so there is a level of toxicity and not being able to express where you are because you're essentially not communicating with the other person so yeah I mean because I I feel like I don't I don't want to label I guess I don't want to label anything as something that's toxic because like you said, like if somebody, I I myself am uh, a feisty arguer. I'll say that. That's the best way I can describe it. If I'm, if I'm in a disagreement with somebody, they know that I'm not seeing eye to eye with them by the way that I'm talking. So I legit try to, I legit try to run the confrontation as you kind of like was speaking about. And I don't consider that toxic. I cons- I kind of consider that as like me just trying to keep peace. Like I Yeah, but if um, you if a person never calms down. Oh, you know they never calms down. They always like people, yeah, people, that's horrible. Yeah, people get mad. People express their uh feel emotion. We we get we may you know feel that anger. Something might make us angry. But I can't stay in that state. You know right. what I'm saying? You do have to walk away. Like, I think Renata said that. I'm not sure. Um, you, do have, you do have to take a moment to calm down. You got you to gotta be able to get in a place where you're not going to talk to the person about the issue angry or super high emotional. Or you won't be able to really hear from a heart of understanding. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Like, I just feel like sometimes, though when you're wrong, we get very defensive about being wrong. Yeah. So even in a calm state, some people don't know how to accept for the fact that they're wrong in a situation. So it's hard for them to say, you know what? You're right. I was wrong. You know, like, I just feel like that's a whole nother conversation, effective communication. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're communicating, we're calm, but I'm, but you telling me I'm wrong and I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a whole different thing, but, um, relationship really is 
work, two people really working, you know, constantly because one person can't be working and the other person not. Anyway, I'm rambling. But I do agree that if you feisty arguing with me all the time, George, and that's and that's your temperature all the time. No, that's no. I I think if somebody is angry all the time, that's not even like that's not even a relationship issue. That could be that could be detrimental to your health if you're like walking around living in anger like all the time, and every time you deal with somebody, it's always anger. Um, I feel like anger is is an emotion just like everything else, and everybody's entitled to to be angry at something or someone if they've been pushed to that limit. But it's how you handle it, I would say, is is the best way to like kind of keep yourself because it every person is different. So there's some people that you might be able to get into a a, a conversation with where your voices get high. But there's some people that instantly shut down when your voice gets too hot. Well, they so, may stick in the face. <laughs> like you don't if you're if if the object is you getting your point across and they're getting their point across and you guys coming together to make a resolution, if you know that raising your voice is gonna make them shut down, you can't raise your voice. Like it just won't work. It, you could be the most correct person in the situation, but just the fact that you raised your voice makes them shut down. There's no conversation here. So I'm not gonna lie. my ex-husband was like that, right? And he'd be like, why are you yelling? And I'm like, I'm not yelling. My voice yeah. is higher than yours. There is nothing that... And he'd be, he'd be disagreeing with me and angry and his voice would be down here and calm. And I'm like, but I told you, why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. There's but nothing that drives me more crazy. There's nothing that drives me more crazy than when I'm trying to be calm. Because I know I can legitimately get like really nasty when I don't agree with somebody or something. And I, I'm, I've, I've been a horrible person several times. Several times. Several times. I can't stress that enough. And be free. <laughs> and, and so I know how I can get. And like, you know how you were saying earlier that it's kind of hard for you to find the words? Yeah, um, it's not hard for me to find the words. I'm, I, I, I got them. They right there in the, and they coming out. So, and so I, I, I find it better for me in those kind of situations. I find it better for me to just kind of chill and not upset anything, you know. That was one of the reasons why I was always a ghoster. Like, I didn't want... I would run from the conversation. I didn't want to have the conversation. Well, I don't want to talk to you no more because it was this one when we first met and now it was this, you know, it's different. And like, or um, I'm moving on or, you know, what, whatever it, it could have been back in the day. But um, there's like different ways to, to handle it better. Or do you get angry? Like, do you really get angry? Yeah. Patrick, do you get angry as well? Like when um, you're, when you, do you have, do you have a mode where like you need to stop saying this and stop doing this because once I get like, like you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the things I experienced as I got older, is like, <clears throat> I am trying to turn, keep the temperature down. Like sometimes you're going to have conflict, right? But when I feel like, 
the conflict is rising to a point where I feel like you're hitting me with your words and I'm telling you, all right, you know, let's, let's pull back a little bit. Let's take a time out. You know, we've said a lot. We've thrown words at each other. We're not communicating. And you keep coming at me because you want me to hear your point or you feel like I don't understand. Then, then that, there's a tipping point there, right? And so I can be angry, but it's reactionary. I'm not an angry person. Um, but, you know, you poke the bear, the bear pokes back, right? You and keep so talking about I, this bear. Right, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a bear. It ain't a panda bear. It's a bear. Is it It's a grizzly bear, right? That's a grizzly. That's a grizzly. When we we know those things about ourselves, it's not anybody else's responsibility to check that in us. We have to do that for ourselves, right? And so we have to create a climate in your relationship where we can talk and even have disagreements and argue, but it it doesn't tip over into a point where we get ready to be savage with each other because I love you or I care about you. So I if there's something that is between us, I hate the thing because that means that it is between us and I don't want anything between us. So sometimes we have to talk about the thing, but mm-hmm. I think there come, can come a point where the conversation tips over into one point is you're pushing somebody else's emotional buttons. And I think yeah. you have to be aware of that. Right. And like, you have to know, okay, I have a point to make, but, Maybe we need to put a, a, a pin in this right now and get yes. some ice cream and let's just cool down. Let's <laughs> find cream. a way to, yeah, let's find a yeah, way let's to get some. To, 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 you know what? There are, to, there to, are, to, there are ice cream sandwiches at Coastal. Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds good. Right Absolutely. Now. There are Absolutely. some, there are two points to that, Patrick. I will say some people won't understand they're pushing your emotional button to the limit until you tell them, hey, if you, if you keep going here, just like you say, but then I think you said something very, I pray to God, I never get in a relationship with someone who intentionally uses my weaknesses against me in, in an argument where you're using this to push my buttons because you know that you can. Uh, And I was with someone that did. And so, so, so I think that that to me, it's just like safety with a person to understand that, yeah, we can disagree together, but don't weaponize it, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, right. But, right. Pat, uh, George, can I say something? Sure. So, my parents were married for 30-something years. You talk about wasted time. What? No, what? no love, okay? And I love my mama and I love my daddy separately. My dad is remarried and my mom is not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember a time when they were happy. I don't. And we lived, they, they were together till I was an adult. Uh, my parents argued my, and my parents argued, I would say almost every day. And that this conversation, they did both. My dad was complicit in the fact that my mom would be arguing and he'd be quiet. He won't say nothing. She'd just be arguing all day. In the, in a sense, I feel like there are times that my that one person could have agitated the other person. 
if I were to go deeper in the sense of talking about arguments, they had an issue that dated 20 years back that was unresolved. Mm. And so whatever that issue was, all they, they, their, the love was lost. And so what came out of that was just bitterness, arguing every day, you know, you, you know, this, you know, your father, blah, 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 blah. This is all you heard. It was just, my dad, I, I just remember my dad praying in the living room every day, praying, but nothing was right. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you out here praying, but y'all arguing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so like my, you know, for me, it's like when you talk about arguments like that, like kind of, it touches a bone for me because I, in my now more mature and adult life and relationships, Yes, people may get angry, but I, I, I want to strive for us to have conversations about what's going on, like what's really going on, because I'm yeah. an emotional bird. You know what I'm saying? I, there are certain times where I'm emotional and I may say, I don't know why I'm feeling how I feel, but I feel whatever. Um, but I don't want to be angry where I can't hear you, where I'm just yelling. That just means that I'm pissed off. And I don't, me personally, like when I ask you if you get angry, I don't get angry like that. It takes a lot for me to be angry. Um, and if I'm angry, then it's, 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 it's something. Somebody's just done something really stupid. But, you know, for me, it's like, I don't want to argue. I don't, I'd, I'd rather us not argue. If I get, if you get upset, okay, why are you upset? Well, let's talk about it or let's go get some ice cream for a minute you get ice cream over here i'm gonna get ice cream over there we come back tomorrow or an hour later and then let's- but what i'll say is th- what i'll say is this i i think what you're saying is you want to come to resolution without conflict and unfortunately sometimes to get to resolution there might be a little conflict because there might be two different opinions and there you're might right. have to be there might have to be um, that somebody might have to say something hard to somebody to get their point across. I mean, that might not work in every situation. Everything is so unique, right. you know? I and mean, I agree. Everything I agree. is so unique in every situation. So it's kind of hard to make like hard rules about everything. Everybody's personality is different. I can tell you right now, the person that I am today is completely then different than the person that I was 10 years ago. Like a real 10 year challenge is talking to me a certain way 10 years ago as you would do it now. Like now, now I'm like trying to pursue peace. I'm chilling. Like I'm, I already got anxiety issues. I'm not trying to argue with nobody. But 10 years ago, I'll flip on you. He'd be like, what you said about my mom? I'll, I'll flip on you. And then I would just pop the Zandy after. And then I would just go to bed and be relaxed. So, like, it's, it's it's really it's really on it's really on you on how you would handle things. Um, I guess I don't like this conversation. You know, I wanted to have with y'all, but also I kind of want because if <laughs> from listening to us so far, you would people that are like single or like looking or whatever they're probably like man i want to bother <laughs> like i'm gonna stay free so like 
I I want to ask you guys, what are nah, there? Bro- I want somebody to argue with. I want somebody to be disagreeing with me. What you say, babe? Huh? You don't <laughs> like what I did? Okay. Well, let's talk about it. You argue with me? I, I want to argue with me. <laughs> Where he at? Go ahead, Pat. Go ahead, Pat. Let me let me add this because when I was younger and um would get into arguments when I was married um for a long time ago. Um I realize now that a lot of the the stuff that we were arguing about wasn't about me. It's like she's upset about something, she's bringing me this energy mm. and if I can't fix it I get frustrated and now we're arguing. Right? And so I think part of maturity is to listen long enough to know, okay, is this beef with me or are you upset about global warming and you don't have nobody else to talk to this about? And so you're (laughs) upset and I'm your person, right? And that means I can be present with you and you can be angry about whatever you need to be angry about and I not absorb it or I not think like I need to fix this for you because when I was in my twenties, if she was upset, I'm like, I have to fix it. And if I can't fix it, now I'm angry because nothing in my little toolbox is working to get you past this so we can be happy again, right? I think when you get older, or hopefully more mature, you start listening long enough to kind of detect where am I in this? Or if you just need to be emotional because you need to be emotional, okay, I'm gonna be emotional. I'm gonna let you be emotional and I'm going to be present with you even when I don't understand you emotionally and not take that personally. Mm. That's just stuff. I think that uh, I have to agree with George to say that every, every relationship is unique. You know, every person, every individual person that comes together with another person is unique. And I, I agree with what you're saying, Patrick, because I don't know, what my relationship will be like with another person. You know what I mean? I can't assume that, oh, he's going to be this way or he's going to argue like this or he's going to talk. You know what I mean? He may Mm -hmm. be someone I've never experienced how, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I pray and I speak someone that's able to have conversations (laughs) and talk about what's happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I admit it's been a minute since I've been in the, uh, a true relationship of time where you have these um, situations where one person is upset about something and you you ignore it you know she's mad or just the little just the little things that may happen in a day-to-day relationships where you might make things linger longer than they need to be you know what I mean me as a single person I can easily say yeah, you know, understand what's wrong with her. You talk about it, acknowledge what it is. Boom, bam, boom. We done. You know, we resolved it. Easier for me to say outside of a relationship um, than it would be for me while I'm in it because you're dealing with two people's emotions and how this situation makes you feel. You know, it's like the hard work of working together to become great communicators. I don't feel like every relationship starts off like we both good communicators. We're on 10. Boom. I feel like when you get with someone, you work your way up to 
to being good communicators together. You know what I mean? Within your relationship. Like George, you and your wife, how long have you guys been married? For a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, and then for you had you you guys figured out through how whatever, children, time, whatever, how how you relate to each other. And you're still working together in your marriage, but you did get to a point where, you know what I'm saying, you have an understanding, you know? So I, I, I don't know, Jordan. If I tell my business, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> playing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying nah, you, you got to understand. You're, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. So let's let's flip it real quick. Let's flip it real quick as we uh as we um put a button on this because this was a, this was a great conversation. So I'm I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need Tashana. Can you tell me through all of this that we've talked about so far? Is there anything that still gives you hope? Because we've kind of focused on pretty much like everything that's bad with everything that goes on communication-wise, relationship-wise. So is there anything that still gives you hope like relationship-wise? Um, For sure. I mean, it just, I think when I look back at the moments where the communication or whatever was not so great between you know even most recent situations where things just kind of fizzled because of nine times out of ten bad communication um and a lack of boundaries and things like that it just makes me focus a little, little bit more on myself and where I need to grow and improve and things like that and I really strongly feel that once and I won't say once I get to a place because I've learned quite a bit but once I'm in a place to really make a practical approach and put it into practice I think I'll be ready for that you know and I'll attract that Mm -hmm. I think that because I was not completely healed in some spaces maybe I've attracted those same types of individuals and you know sometimes you bond over the wrong things or whatever you know or sometimes you're just attracted to people and it is what it is but if if neither of you have quite come to a place of healing and all that kind of stuff it just it goes awry but I I have hope I know it's somebody at some point that'll be able to oh look it's James it's halftime of the game y'all (laughs) <laughs> that, that's the only reason he came through here. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, the Bishop James Harris White has entered the building. What's going on, James? I hate, the lack of, I hate the lack of enthusiasm when she said, oh, look, it's James. <laughs> <laughs> James, I'd like to introduce you to Renata. Renata is here for the first time. Renata James, James Renata. Nice to meet you, James. Pleasure to meet you, Renata. Bishop, how you doing? Come on, Jody, what's happening? That's the enthusiasm of my life. There we go. <laughs> I don't know what Chana doing. <laughs> Come on, to usher to the to, to the to the uh, revelation of, of this conversation. Uh-huh. Hey, I don't. This is this is gonna be a lot. It, it's it's a lot to put on him right now to get a take from him. I feel like now. he we, has a right now word. Like a we've been on the tip of his tongue. We've been oh talking about a lot. And right now we had to kind of flip it because 
you know, we started off with that tweet that you um was it you? Yeah, it was you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started off with the tweet. Um <laughs> and you're gonna love the playback of the daggone tweet because we um did some research into the tweet and uh, discovered some things about the tweeter. Oh. Um Ooh. yeah. Oh, but you'll see later. Um, but <laughs> we the tweet and then the Facebook post. So we know we want to get back to your game, so just share, 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 share. Woman can love you to death and never speak to you again and shutting down and not communicating this toxic any way you want to go, brother. Any way you want to go. Uh, that's a lot. Um, I know. I, See, I, I told you. Yeah. So I do want to say before I get into this that my birthday is on the 18th. Um, there it is. Next Tuesday. So let's, okay. Let's, let's well, next week's your birthday. We, we're going to handle that. We're going to handle that. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. You know, let's, let's prepare our hearts. Okay. All um, right. But that. Martin Luther the King comes before you. Just Martin Luther the King first. Yeah. Then you. He, he, he's dead. Oh, so, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. They say Jesus. Jesus. No. I, I was worse than the Bob Saget. I ain't even going <laughs> well, to, to, to. Well, we did we did We did reference Sidney Poitier's side pieces. So Ooh, we can't. Geez. Okay. We can't leave. Uh, oh God! We can't, How many? We can't. We can't Not leave Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. The King. <laughs> Not Martin Luther the King. Oh yeah. yeah. As yeah. the driven yeah. snow. Sydney, like, he, like, he was snatching them too. Okay, so mm, I mean that's, mm, yeah, that's mm, a lot. That mm. allowed us to understand this. <laughs> the Alps, sugar. Mm, 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 mm. Here's the crazy part about that: most of us have outlived Martin Luther King. How how old was he? He was thirty nine when he was assassinated. Oh, yeah. I I, I got can't him. That. I I got him beat. That's amazing. You know, just oh. seeing how, how much impact you can have, you know, in that amount of time. Yo, I mean, I mean, in, in, in context, he lived longer than Jesus. <laughs> I mean, but Jesus is still alive. Oh, bye-bye. Oh, well, oh don't you do it. Don't you do it, Hey, stop. I have to walk. Oh, Thank you, Lord. It was a transition. My God. Don't you do it. My God. I feel him. Oof. I have to walk on that one. Don't you do it. He ain't you celebrate his birthday all you want. <laughs> you ain't gonna block my praise, Sean. You know, look, I'm living nothing. I'm you're not feeling nothing. <laughs> no, I said James ain't living nothing. <laughs> I had, I had, I had four packs of Polynesian sauce just for you, and here you go, <sighs> acting the fool. <laughs> That's the good sauce right there. Hey, hey did, y'all, did y'all see that tweet that asked people to to reveal things about different places where they work now that they're no longer there? And there was one person who worked at Chick-fil-A that said the medium fries and the large fries are the same amount of fries, just in different size boxes. Oh, they That's put the up- same in McDonald's, too. That's because you don't. Mm. The fries are stuck. They they literally give you like it'd be pissing me off. Like you get the the large and the fries mm. stop at the. Yeah, it'd be eight fries. Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. You just made me mad. You just made yeah, me real don't, mad. Don't, yeah, don't. 
don't bring that up because I, you know, it's the same about the the drinks too. The medium and the large are just in yep. different and just in different cups. Mm, like the same yeah. they like yeah. to put all that ice in there. I was at I flew in from LAX this morning and I waited in in that line for them to open up five o'clock in the morning, Chick-fil-A. And I was going to get the number one with the biscuit and the little hash brown. Yeah. 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 Do you know these people didn't have no lemonade and going to have the nerve to say that the lady that makes the lemonade wasn't there? No, surely. No. Y'all don't have no understudy for the lemonade? Surely. Surely surely called out. He's like, I got to get these kids to school. Bus bus drivers on the strike. That that was not Chick fil A. That's that's like when you go to Walmart and get Krispy Kreme donuts. It's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be be a a Chick fil A. Couldn't have been. This shut the whole organization down if y'all don't have no lemonade. Like, literally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Probably got COVID. She don't believe in vaccines. Oh, so, so Shirley's an anti-vaxxer. No, my God, you know she is. You got, you got the dog. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> she called it a jab. She couldn't come in. Something. Or she got too drunk and thought it was Sunday and thought it was not open. <laughs> <laughs> You know who else got too drunk? Oh <laughs> man, who Jody said? George. <laughs> George, man, you will not come on, on my podcast <laughs> lying to people. George, you are the ops. All right, you are. You are. Listen. George was sitting on that wine. If you have any, if you have any secrets, do not tell Jody Dentley. That first of all, that wasn't a secret. You told us all. You told us Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ever at the same time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. My man's was knocked out. She is. She is the ops. (laughs) Is she telling all my? Pre-show-business-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay-okay
No, okay. we agreed with the fact that I guess once you reach the fin- finality in your mind of a situation, that it's easier to walk away and be done with it. Yeah, I think that's similar to what she's saying. I, I yes. do want to, to speak about what she said verbatim because I've been on the other end of that where all of a sudden, you know, you had a situation with someone and, and all of a sudden they distance themselves from you. You're like, what in the world? What's, what's going on here? Um, and what she said in the, or what was said in the tweet was women can love you to death and not speak to you no more. I would say, I don't, they may or may not love you to death. They may have, it may have been they loved it to death. Um, I've always said if we do love right, the love won't hurt you. People hurt you. Love doesn't. People hurt each other in our interpretations of love because we don't love each other right. And stuff gets messy. Stuff gets crazy. So me separating yourself from you may not be that I love you. It may have been that I love what we had, but it's not you because I can separate myself from you easily. I can recreate what I need with someone else. So are you you saying that you don't believe that even in a situation where you may experience heartache at some point, are you saying that this this is a question I'd like for you to answer. Are you saying that let's just say I was involved with someone for three years and I feel like I was very in love with this person. At the end, it broke my heart. Now, are you saying that I did not experience love? I was just more in love with the situation? You tell me. Did you? Because that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's what we don't want to do. Oh, snitch. What we don't want to do. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious about this. Wait. What, what's, what we'd like to do, Jody? is look at the whole situation as love because of what we put into it. James, hold on. But, Renata, go ahead. So, pardon me. I, I just want to ask a question around what James is saying because I'm getting that you feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, this is something that women are more likely to experience than men. Oh, we both you, do it. Okay, because I was going to say there are plenty, well, not plenty, because I don't have a trailer load, but there are men from my past that will not be my friend because at some point they were in love. And so now that we are not together, they don't feel like they could be my friend. And so mm-hmm. potentially they love me, but refuse to speak to me. Yeah, that was said we can't saying. be friends. Deborah Cox and RL don't do it. Now, don't listen. Yeah. Just leave me alone. <laughs> just yeah. act now, like we never were. Yeah, let's just. No, we ain't doing that. Absolutely, no, I, man. I, I have another question. Is it possible to love even if it's a bad situation? Oh to my see. God! Yes, I mean that. Yeah, that is, in some ways, the way you even know if that, it's... that it is love. Wait. Say that again. Yes. Patrick. <laughs> no, this, say your is, statement okay, again, Patrick. This, okay. Okay. Let, let, let me add to that situation. This is why I'm saying I'm questioning about what how we define love, how we present ourselves as love, and it may not be love that we're committing in these relationships. 
there's an investment that we put in because we want it to work. But it's not necessarily them. I say this, I say this to my wife all the time, that I'm not just married, I'm married to you. The sentence, the most important part of the sentence is you, not the marry. It's you. I'm married to you. If your arms fall off, I'm married to you. If you're if you gain weight, I'm married to you. You are the person that I'm connected to, not the marriage. I'm married to you. And so when it's when it's love, it's about the person. It's not about what y'all created. It's about the person themselves. I I won't set it. Things may change in our world. Life may may change. We may have to go in different directions. But if that's the case, I won't have to ghost you. I won't have to to treat you like you're the toxic one. If it was love, there's an honor that comes with love. There's a respect that comes with love. There's a there's a covenant that comes with love that will treat each person the right way. Love doesn't hurt you. What we do is we hurt each other because we don't know how to love right. Whether we don't love ourselves right and we don't love the other person right. So it's hard okay. to do that the right way. I thought James was about to say love should have brought you a whole last. I, I thought okay. you were going to say that next. I'm sorry. Okay. No, <laughs> I want to I wanna, I wanna clarify my, my statement when I said that sometimes you don't know if it is love till it's a bad situation. This is what I mean by that. 20 something years ago, got married. We were 20 when we got married. Um, about six or seven months after we got married, I lost my job unexpectedly. Like I didn't, you know, you have our James and Victor, all the pressure of a new marriage and you're trying to take care of things. And all of a sudden life just, just throws you a gut punch that you wasn't um, ready for. And, and I have more compassion with her now because she was a young wife. We were both scared. She wasn't very loving or supported um, about, you know, me transitioning what I was going through. It wasn't about empathizing with what I was feeling. It was all about her and what does this mean for her, yada, yada, yada. So when I say that, I am not talking about it's bad because you're with somebody who's trash and they keep creating chaos in your life. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what life gives you when two people say we're going to be together and life comes at you. Sometimes you don't know that love is beyond a feeling and there's a commitment until it gets challenging and bad. So that's so, what I meant that, it in that context. Okay, I see. And that's not what I was asking because okay. I always feel that love is one of the most powerful forces that humans could ever experience. And I think that, you know, Christ died on the cross, you know, his love for us. Uh, uh. So, you know, there is that scripture that says, and I hope that I'm not saying this out of context. Um, God, my mind just went blank. Lord Jesus, what is that scripture? Father, either way. That Google it, it, girl. <laughs> I can't, my mind Wait, We got so many get, tools. Oh, you better so, use okay, it. the scripture that says that whatever... <laughs> Uh, wherever your heart is, that's where your life flows. It's in Psalms. I can't where think of treasure, this. There's your heart is. Yeah. Right. Uh, Proverbs. Uh, or Proverbs. Uh, out of the, uh, yeah. out of Ooh. the, not, no, no, not out of the abundance of the heart. Um, gosh. Um, anyway. Keep going. Yeah, keep what going. I'm it ain't Bob Clark. What I'm Come saying on, is, let's just say, for example, 
let's just say, for example, let's make it clear. Let's just say a, a, a woman is in a relationship with a man that's married, but she says she loves him. Is that possible? It absolutely is. No, for, absolutely. It, for it to be love. Absolutely, it can be. You can love in the wrong situation. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess I was asking that out of the context of what James was saying, how I could be in love with a situation, mm-hmm. maybe not truly loving the person because love is an action word. And if I understood the gravity of the situation, I wouldn't be with that person in that situation. Love I don't want to take it for granted. And, 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 and I'm asking this, and this is a selfish question for all of you all that I really would like you to answer. Because we're assuming that people, people know what love is. And one of the questions that I have on my podcast is, how do you define love? And I think that's important, number one, because we don't talk publicly about love enough. And number two is, if you and I have two different descriptors of love, I could be loving you in a way that you don't even realize that I'm loving you because our language isn't the same. And so I don't want to assume, we can't assume the same definition of love between each other. And I think for this conversation, what I would like us to add to is, is each of you all, how do you define love? Okay, let's start. Let's, let's get... Um... Deshaunna, you go first. How do you How define love? You come over here. I'm <laughs> people in here. <laughs> oh, it's exhausting. You know, so <laughs> a word that comes and goes. No, don't you do it. <laughs> See? See? That's the problem. That's, that's the <laughs> really know what it really means. Right. Love really somebody. love somebody. That's it. <laughs> oh, God. It's a mystery to me. Ah. You know what? Let me let me take it there. Cause I just I tweeted somebody a while ago. I retweeted something that said uh hold on just a second. Here it is. I don't know where did it go. Okay, well, wait a minute. Maybe I liked it. What well, was basically saying that love is great and all, you know, and love is the key. But then, you know, we also have to be in spaces where we're being respected and where, you know, where we're valued and all these kinds of things. I'll find it in a minute. But, you know, that being said, I think that. I don't have the words right now, so come back. Okay, to me. it's fine. It's fine, Renata. It's very interesting this question because I think I might have answered it differently even a year ago, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm in my forties, it's kind of like the things that I thought I would love. I don't necessarily love the idea of now anymore and I've learned that love is a choice like you choose who you love you choose to make that commitment you choose to honor that person no matter who it is in a way that um hopefully 
but it's not always going to be what you get in return, right? And Mm -hmm. that love is something that you have to be willing to do and give whether in whatever capacity, regardless of how that person um, returns it. Because I don't know if you guys are into love languages, but it seems to be a big thing that people are really into. And I do believe that my love language is acts of service and quality time. And that doesn't necessarily mean that my mate is going to understand that their love language may be physical touch and something else. And so loving that person is being willing to learn that about them and adjust to to that and understanding how to love them in the way they need to be loved. And so I, I think it's not a black or white thing. I think it's very dynamic. And that's where you make the choice of like, is this something I'm willing to do for now for the rest of my life? And that becomes very tricky when people are, especially in my age group where they've lived life in a certain way for so long. And now taking all that knowledge, all that experience and trying to bring it together with another person and say like, all right, I'm willing to adjust my life in this way now because I'm choosing to love this person. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to do it, but it just seems very, very, uh, I don't like to live in a scarce mindset, but I mean, the pickings, it's given slim right now. <laughs> so, I don't know. My two cents. But no, I, out of everything you said, I love the fact that out of everything you said, you said, I'm willing to do it. That's like the most important part of the whole thing. Like, I love that you said, I'm, 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 I'm willing to do it. Um, James. Yes, sir. Patrick is asking for our definitions of love. That's great. Um, for me, it's cheesecake. See, yeah. I was going to say chicken, but go ahead. Yeah. But the shortage, James. You know, it's a chicken shortage. Yeah, but Taco Bell's still coming up with wings, and I need to figure out how that's. A... I think it's one of those situations where Jesus turned water into something. Maybe he turned a taco into a wing. I don't know. Nigga, nigga, my daughter said they squirrel ankles. Toilet. My daughter said they squirrel ankles that Taco Bell is making, and I. <laughs> I just love having a daughter in her 20s now because we talk differently now. She said, you want some scrawl ankles? I said, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Taco Bell is out here wrapping kilo and meat around bones. All right. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, <you're> not. <laughs> Ain't gonna catch me, we all know somebody with a, a, a big old keloid that we gotta avoid when we talking to That's him. nasty, man. That's huh? yeah. Uh, that face-to-face uh, conversation uh, with you. Uh, hey, hey, man. Hey. <laughs> hey. Looking like, just look, looking like you trying to look good. Yeah. Looking like they have on a leather hearing aid case. Oh, my oh, God. 
<laughs> you just, they got an AirPod earring case. What is mm-hmm. All right, we get those tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jody, get that <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me give a real definition. Jay. Y'all know my mind, bad. Yeah. Um, I would I would say love is the commitment of a person's entire emotional, mental, physical faculties to another in Mm -hmm. in its appropriate way. Um, Now you can split that up to romantic love family love, brotherhood, um, love for things, but I've committed the appropriate ultimate emotion and physical faculties to that thing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's different, but it's the ultimate. Like, so with that, it's about the thing. It's not about, once again, it's not about just love itself. It's about, I love you or I love this. Um, and I believe if you're going to be in a relationship, Patrick, you were alluding to this earlier, then both of y'all need to have the same revelation or definition about love. Because if not, I am going to be like, you know, the suffix of relationship is ship, right? Okay. A ship can only go in one direction. So if we're going to be in this relationship, we can't go in two different directions. Where are we going with this? So if you get on this ship with me and you want to take me here because this is your view of love, but she wants to go there because this is her view of love, then y'all just going to be floating in the water and not going anywhere. We have to know exactly what we see and be committed to that. I'll, this would be my 20th year in November. We're, Nicole and I have been married 20 years. We are not the same people. We were in 2002. We are not. Mm. I, was, I was 24, she's 29. We are not the same people. But what we did on that day, we said, no matter what you become, I love it. And that's the biggest act of faith that could ever be. Because we didn't know what we were going to become. We still don't know what we're becoming right now. And we said, I don't know. But what I do know is, I'm going to do it with you. That's love, man. It ain't perfect. It, it's an ugly lot. <laughs> but it <laughs> but is a choice. And I, I, but, but it's the highest form of commitment. I don't I don't believe that you necessarily initially choose who you love. I don't think it's like, you know what? I'm gonna love you. I ain't never loved nobody from a space of come here. Let me love you. It's <laughs> gonna gradually happen. But it is a choice day to day to decide that I'm going to honor you. I'm going to respect you. I'm going to value mm. you treat you in such a way that not only where I'm telling you I love you but you're not going to even have to question it because I'm going to show up in love yeah and it endures that's that's the thing it endures it doesn't say hey you got two more times and I'm going to drop it out no love it when it's really love love sticks through and you don't have to explain it to other people who will say well I wouldn't put up with that you ain't ain't in this love with me Right. right this is our love right here and this is what we have this is where we are. So if you do it right, it's about that person. It's not about the it. It's not about bi- biological clock. It's not about where you want to be in your life. And so you, you know, this that it's not compressed. It doesn't have to settle. It's full. All right. But it is a it is a decision more so than emotion. But I think that's to to the original topic at hand as far as a woman being able to love you and still being able to decide hey this no longer serves me 
So I need to, and, and not so much as the situation no longer serves me, but how this situation makes me feel no longer serves me. If this causes me to be heavy more often than lifted and free, then I'm going to have to move on from you. And like I said earlier in my response to that, you, you know, you can feel all the things. Love is not turned on and off like a faucet. I, I'm not going to stop loving you today because I'm upset with you, but I'm not going to stop loving myself to stay in something that's clearly dragging me down. So initially, I'm going to always probably, depending on how things end, if you're disrespectful and done something terrible to me, right. I'm blocking right. you. I don't want to see right. you. I don't, I don't even want to see your name come up in my feed. I don't want to mm. see other people talking to you. I don't want any triggers any memories of you as much as possible. I'm going to move that around. Or if we have just decided in a mutual manner that this isn't working. Okay. I still love you, but let me mute you. So I can again, respect my mind and, you know, start the process of healing and moving forward because just because you remove yourself with something does not always mean that you're healing. You could still be over here, still stewing, still, harping on it every day, every time somebody come into contact with you, that's all you're talking about and all that kind of stuff. So the, the bigger thing is for me to get to a place of being in the right headspace, being at peace and all that good stuff. So yes, I can absolutely, I love somebody right now that I don't speak to because it's not good for me. But this, but this, is, what, this is what I would say and in, in not to challenge that, but in an addendum to that, because there has to be clear communication. Yep. Um, and and what is hard to do is to be honest with yourself and find the right words. You know, you know, like it was it was hard for us to define love when when the question was asked in this, in this conversation. So it's also going to be hard to do that and live that out. Right. Yeah. But but when you are in love or in a situation of love, you give love to a person. It's going to make you confront things about yourself that you normally wouldn't do and you can't hide behind it. you got to be honest and you got to tell the truth. And I'm saying if you love someone, then the truth is always going to be key and vital. You have to find a way to communicate to that person so you will know where it is because love doesn't hurt. You have to find a way to communicate. It may hurt to tell the truth. It may hurt to give that communication, but if we're going to go forward, because if, if, if there's going to be a separation, the separation isn't just for you. It's for that person too. Right. So, so I love, I love you enough to tell you the truth about where I am about this and seeing what we can do about it, because this is not serving us. This, what's happening right now is not healthy enough for us to go forward. So let's discuss this. Let's put this all out in, in, in the open because I don't, want you to be hurt by the separation there has to be one but i love you enough to communicate with you the right way so that right. you can go on and you not be hurt by my presence right you see what i'm saying so so that way and then this is what i've learned too when you do it right you can live in the same city they're just not in your space no more right you know what i mean like you you don't have to block them. they're not even in your space no more there's people that i've separated from we lived in the same city my address never changed but they weren't in my world no more because we ended that situation the right way. And so that's what I'm saying. We, we, we got to find a way, even in, in a time of exiting a thing, exiting with honor. 
So that way people can love the right way and they're not hurt by the way you communicated with them. Does that make sense? It does. I don't think I should have Tyler Perry's uh, Why Did I Get Married playing in the background while we had this conversation. Yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> it's torrent. It's affecting my view because as you were talking, I was like, "Do, do I?" Know, what have... scene was playing? What, what scene was playing though? Was, was, was it with Janet Snap or the, they uh, at the table right now? Aaron, oh, all oh, out. Yeah, 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 that's the wrong one. Yeah. Oh. So I'm wondering for especially James because uh, and anyone that's married, like, what is it like? loving someone when you don't like them at the moment. What, what is that like? <laughs> and how, how, how long can you love them when you don't like them? That's what I want to know about. I, I love a lot of people that I don't like. Like, I, there's a lot of people that, and now, now I'll say this, like, I, when I say I don't like, it's I don't like something about them. It's not that I don't like them. Like I love them, but I don't like that you talk to me a certain way, or I don't like that. Like I have like it's it's gonna. I, I use sports a lot. Like I think James is my only friend, like my closest and only friend, where we align and have the same like favorite teams. We both like the Cowboys and we both like the Lakers. I know that I'm true friends with these other people because their teams are like bitter rivals. Like James knows my friend Chris Brown, he's a Washington football fan. That's a bitter rival with the Cowboys. Like my other friend Wayne Brown, 49ers, bitter rival. So it's like there's some things where I might not like. And, and the same with me. I know that people don't like certain things about me. But at the end of the day, still show up for me. I know that the love is there. So it's it's very possible. There's stuff that I, man, there's stuff that I don't like that my wife does. And I know there's stuff that I don't oh, like sure. about. <laughs> but I love that woman. So you know what, George, I, I will say this quickly. And 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 Patrick, I didn't learn this to maybe like two years ago. Okay. I'm being serious. And I've been married since 2002. I got to allow my wife the space to be a human being. Come on. True. Very like, true. I, I, th- I think sometimes we go into our relationships and feel like if this person doesn't do everything I want them to do, how they want, how I want them to do it, think the way I want them to think, act the way I want them to act. Well, you don't want a partner. You want a clone. Right. Or, or you want a servant. The humanity actually is the beautiful part of it. Right. Can I can I can I add something real quick? Because yeah. I think I don't know if we're answering that question correctly. Because there's a difference between me not liking something you do and me not liking you as you. a person. Yeah. All right, yeah. hold like, on. Those are two Renata, different things. Renata, yeah. what you what were you asking exactly? Were you asking not liking them as a person and yes. loving them? Yes, because as you evolve it it and grow together who you are in your 20s 30s is not who you are Mm. in your 40s and 50s and you could not like who that person is Mm -hmm. and and 
they are not changing, right? Like they're in this moment, they're in this phase and this is an experience you're having and you love them and you want the best for them and you want it to work, but you do not like who they are at the moment. And like, how, how does love conquer that? Is it at the moment or is it the revelation of they are not the person going forward? Because you don't it, know it, if they if they could change, they've changed. Because well, I, I for, can tell you, for I'll, me can, that okay, for me that kind of falls in the realm of love is patient and love is kind. So if I'm loving this person and there's something that I don't like about them to the point where I stop liking them, I have to make up in my mind: do I deal with them and do I wait for the change, yeah. or do I? And I, I, and I feel like that's something that's possible. That's well, something that you can this. do. Yeah, let sure. Let me ask you this, Victor. Because sometimes people, first of all, you don't know what you know till you know it. And sometimes yeah, right. people can act a certain way and play a role till you get there. And, and then the real person <laughs> comes out. And the idea is if you would have showed me you were this person up front, I would have never married you. But now I'm, I'm married to you. And the question is, do I change myself to like this person? Because mm -hmm. they may never change. Nine times out of 10, mm -hmm. people don't change. And so the, I think the question is, what do you do in that situation? When somebody yeah. shows you who they really are, and he was like, oh, well, I, didn't agree. I did not agree you didn't Very sign up for this. Person. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. sometimes, Patrick, that person doesn't come out. It's not that they were hiding. It's that marriage shows you who they really are. Because, you know, when you're going out and you're dating and you're in the courtship, you don't get oh. to see the Best fullness foot forward. Of, of who they are. And so now right. it's like, oh, now we're, lit. now we're doing life as one flesh together. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is ugly. So to that point, because I'm my wife's second husband, and pe people don't know that, you know, but her and her first relationship, they had to come to that understanding. We don't have a future together. We got to get out. And, you know, and, and that's the thing. Cohabitation with someone for the sake of keeping the sanctity of marriage is really hurting both of you. It's ridiculous. It's, it's hurting both of you. And the worst, and I, and I told, I told my wife, I said, we would not just be staying married just to stay married. Okay. So, because uh, I grew up in that kind of environment where my parents were just coexisting in the house Miserable. and didn't like each other. You know what I'm mm. saying? And now that now they're too old and, and then money comes into the play and now we're just we're just together. You know, and now it's too too expensive to divorce them. You know, it's like, no, no, we're not going on that road. You know, and you have children and no, 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 we're not, we're not doing that. So it's it is it is the Renata, it is the the honesty. It is the honest truth that saves your life and yeah. don't live in a facade when you know, especially when you absolutely know what's up concerning that. No, no, that, get out of that. <laughs> get, get out of that situation. You don't, you don't have love to waste. So Ooh, I like that. That's me. You, you get out of that. <laughs> I do not have it to waste. So along with time, we don't got love the ways. I like that. That's good stuff. Love, time, all of that is currency. It's, I mean, mm. it's not it. and you don't, yeah.
I like and that. that's what we start regretting, Shauna. It's not the person, it's the investment. Because right. I can't get that back. But you can't know, one thing about it, though, with love, and we can just go ahead and tack that into Christ's love, if that's what you can, you know, it's not Come always on, evangelist. either. Sometimes somebody needed that love. So I'm not really tripping on that. The, the disappointment for me is when... You know, my my situations usually are a thing of a lack of communication, sometimes on both ends, just sitting around seeing what people are going to do, as opposed to having a very real conversation like, look, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I prefer. And then sometimes you have those conversations and see different actions and you don't check it and wait for it to get better. And then you end up mad at yourself like that, too. So it's just like. You just have to connect with people who are open to communicating. And then when you do come and you want to communicate, it's not blown up. And, you know, because it's not what you say is how you say it. So mm-hmm. if I come to you and I want to express what's on my heart and it turns into this, you know what? You're just saying this and it. No, I just want to be mature and sit down and have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because usually I know we as women we, the warning is there before the destruction comes. So <laughs> you might want to listen a little bit too to where I am because once I am done, I'm done. Mm. Oof. Man, I knew this conversation was going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. I, knew this, I knew this conversation was going to be great. We might have to even... Continue it because we touched on a lot of things and had a lot of questions. Um, that love and life thing that 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 took me for a hook because I thought you was talking about stuff that y'all like. Like like my wife don't like the fact that I I messed up. You know, like I I was shaving my mustache and I forgot to put the guard on, and now I look like Doctor Umar because I'm like all beard and my mustache gone. Oh, now so, you have to draw that in. Yeah, like, it's not You have to get your eyeliner, honey. I'm going to come check you. I'm going to come check you and fix me up. Because, like, it's, I, I, I definitely look like I, I'm about to talk about, I'm, I'm about to talk about some Pan-African stuff right now. I look like, ooh, doctor, ooh, Mar right now. But, um, yeah, this was a conversation about love with some awesome like- people. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, but she don't like it. She wants you to grow that thing back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, it, I, I legit was, like, tired, like, a lot of times where I, like, just tightened up my, my mustache and I, like, just went to the bathroom, forgot to put the guard on because my mind was just racing, just forgot to put the guard on and said, whoop. And I was like, dang, I got to cut the whole thing off. I went in that room. She was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> but I don't like your face. <laughs> right, right. Straight looking like Dr. Umario. But I like, um, um what James James was saying. Um, I know mm-hmm. we're running low on time and I didn't really get to give my definition. Honestly, I, I don't I, I, I like what James was saying about being honest about where you are. Yes. Because it was so it was so real. It was like you know, sometimes we stay in situations because we're afraid, but it was just like, man, just be honest. Just say where you are because 
the easy, the quicker we move on, we can move on with our life to something even better, you know, and, or just freedom in ourselves. So while we were on the, while we were asking this question, I put it on my Facebook and I asked, I said, what does love mean to you? While we were asking this guy. I know just, you ain't stole my podcast topic. I, I, I put want, it on your daggone Facebook after telling no, people I'm drunk. I, uh, Jody, what you do? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna tag you on this and say this. George, I'm gonna be petty and say this was George's question. This belongs. To- <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, I was curious to see what you know. I said, "What does love mean to you?" And this guy said, "Nothing." The human hey. form comes and goes. My wife understood that I'd probably never, all caps, say "I love you." But she knows that I will adore and respect her. And I was like, dang. Dang, yo. They Christmas tree got that they Christmas tree got one ornament up there. I, know, I was like, dang. This other guy said giving. <laughs> this other guy said giving. I I admit that while I sat here and thought, I don't, I don't think I have a definition of love right now. I feel like I do have a definition of love basically yes but i don't i feel like you know i think that what you guys said was uh, was was enough was was true you know and i liked what bishop said <laughs> that it's the energy you give to the object of your affection you know mm. i talk about my son you know i love my son and sometimes you don't realize you could love someone so much until you have you have one child and you're like man i just never realized i could love a human like this and then when you have a second child you just don't understand that you could love someone more but then you have a second child like dang my heart just expanded more like you know i don't know what it is to love two children of course i only have one but i've heard it said um but the object of my affection on my son allows me to you know do for him as he needs if he's sick or if he needs something but also scold him if necessary you know if he's doing something irresponsible and I have to teach him I just feel like right now you know love is love is so many things I feel I I feel emotionally I feel very strongly about people when I feel a sense towards them but that's an initial connection type of love. But it's what it's what I do towards you and with you that creates the essence of the love, you know, um, where I not I'm not only there for your strengths, but I'm also there in your weaknesses. You know, mm. it's the, uh, the unselfishness about it, the giving, you know, I just think that you know the energy that we put towards the object like I really just enjoy that definition you know because there's just so much you know I just feel like on this earth people define love in so many different ways in their in their in their relationships like now okay we're in 2022 right People, mm-hmm. the, the most popular thing is polyamory whatever you call it polyamory what, what's that what's that now polyamorous whatever oh. and people call that love polyamorous thank you people Girl. call that love i thought she was speaking to her i think ain't that popular not not, not the black community down here i'll tell you what i hear if i hear one more person 
And you know what's funny is on these they try to add you to the tribe, girl. No, sir. No, sir. On the dating apps, which I temporarily uh, uh, uninstalled for a moment. I need to give myself a break. Um, it's funny how it, literally like every other or every third, there's a, my wife and I are looking for a third person or yeah. my wife knows I'm really? on. Really? Yes. Yeah. Is, I was shocked to see how frequent it's it's there are so many people that are that have relationships together with other people or Jeez. someone says that's a whole nother show my right wife here. allows me to date other people you actually know? you know what that, that's a whole nother show for patrick's podcast because i'm not doing that <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, patrick. so patrick you, you got that brother i mm-hmm. I, I just thought about it i'm not doing that show no sir <laughs> Absolutely not. What you talk about today, the baby? Like nothing, nothing, <laughs> no, no. not me. No way. Uh oh. Matter of fact, I'm gonna end this podcast right now because I don't want no drama. No sir. There could be. There, there, there could be a theory that says God is polyamorous. Don't Hold you, on now. Come on, man. <laughs> y'all brought it up. I'm just saying, like it, it's a, it's a, you can we can that's a conversation to have. But I I get it, and I'm not you know I'm not I'm not agreeing either way. I I've had I've been in those conversations where they theorize that God does not love exclusively. He says I'll love whoever I want to love, right? And that's my business. Um, and to that end, I, I, w- I have added and will add that perhaps God is the only one who can be polyamorous. I ain't sharing no man. Calls, there you go. That God I ain't calls no us man, to be, nope, no, Well, no, I'm just saying that God calls <laughs> us to be exclusively in relationship to him. What God does is God's business. And <laughs> we're not God. So. Well, King David did have some concubines. Well, they all were oversexed in the Old Testament. <laughs> they all were. Like, and it wasn't a problem, which is another a whole nother conversation. That's another, I put it on man. your podcast, Patrick. Well, we <laughs> right. got, we got, yeah, you got that's on your show. You, that's that's on, on your show. Podcast, that's not a, that's not on mine. Oh my god! But you know what, George? I know you're Ducking. gonna end, but one thing for me is that everybody defines love in the way that they define love, and I know that men sometimes define some men define love. Uh, we see love as women see love as more emotional men see love as respect in a lot of to a lot of people men you know and and I had a guy tell me that recently you know I see more that she loves me when she's respectful of me and I will give her the love that she look is looking for as well um it in whatever way that people relate to love I think for me in as far as a relationship a one man in one woman individual relationship because I ain't sharing no man with nobody. Um, I just want, I want to love healthily in that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like I want, I want to love in a way that's healthy and that we actually are growing together because, you know, it's like James said, and like I said, I don't want to be in a situation where we coping with each other or I'm just biding my time, or I'm just sitting here dealing with it just because. Like I don't, right now I'm not dating anybody and I haven't 
I, I mean, I, I've had bad situations, but I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone just to be in a relationship with someone just because mm. I'm getting older and I don't want to be by myself. You know, like the reality of, man, I'm older. I really don't want to be by myself, but I'm not going to go outside and get somebody just so I won't be by myself. You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's not a reason, you know, to, yeah. to, to be with someone. Definitely not a good reason to do that. So, I mean, I, I don't see, I guess for me, I mean, I can't even for the situation that you're speaking to. I know. At the time, I was like looking out, and like it was what I wanted at the time. So I don't know. I guess I don't know how you position yourself to position yourself in a spot to find or meet up with somebody that's looking. It just so happened that I was looking for what I wanted, and I found it. So I mean, that's my hope for anybody that's listening to this podcast that might that relates to what we're talking about here um we're gonna have to revisit this in some form or fashion because this was a very good and healthy conversation that sparked off of just two posts um with some great people um yeah so listen we need all the feedback so please send us any questions send us any comments you might have um, concerning this podcast. This is episode 77 of the Hello Beautiful Podcast. I want to thank Patrick Schaefer. I want to thank Renata Del Carmen. Renata, did you have a good time? This was your first time here. Did you enjoy yourself? I definitely did. So much Will great you be insight. back? I, as long as I'm welcome, I'm coming back. Uh, Shana and Jody are also very entertaining, so I would love to be back with them. Yes. Y'all not, y'all not gonna gang up on me. I'm gonna <laughs> That's right. We got you, girl. So I want to thank, thank Patrick, thank you, Renata, thank you, Jody, thank you, Tashana. thank you for being a friend. No, actually, Jody, you was out here snitching. You the ops. So hey, shout out to James. I'll, I'll see you tonight. Shout out, shout out to James. <laughs> Who actually stopped watching this football? James, if y'all noticed, James left. James went back to his football game. <laughs> James be dropping bars and just be like, you know, love is the epicenter of the central nervous system. And then, all right, I gotta go. And he just leaves. Quiet. So, <laughs> and that's all good. That's all good. Well, people, we'll be back next week. Um, I don't know what we talk about next week. We might, we might bring this back up again. Who knows? But thank you for rocking with us. And as always, stay beautiful. Stay beautiful. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Peace.